0: Hello and welcome back to Podcasting as Praxis. I'm David and my pronouns are he and him.
1: I'm James and my pronouns are they and them. I'm Jamie,
2: my pronouns are he and him. I'm Rob, my pronouns are he and him.
3: And I'm Alistair my pronouns are he and him.
0: And we're here to talk news shit, so we've got some awful and some fun little news nuggets and then we've got a cursed article and we also have the return of comment or commentaria. So um, yeah, I don't blame you now if you switch off. Uh, well, Rob. the
1: comment or commentary is going to be easy because like all the comments are going to be about putting bad, and all the commentary is going to be about hey nukes are actually okay uh-huh.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and how they want and how they all want to bang Zelensky. Yes, yes, yeah. But is it is
4: it wide Zelensky? <laughs>
3: not nearly wide enough.
2: <laughs> yeah, so I thought tonight we should talk about some stuff that, like, slipped out, I would say under the radar, but, like, isn't talked about that much in the last week. So I thought we'd do a little roundup of stuff you might well, have sensibly it, it or otherwise
4: missed. It wouldn't be talked about if you're trying to pick it up with radar, because radar doesn't work on news, as far as I'm aware. <laughs> yeah, the news is like an F-35,
2: if you think about it. Um, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah fucked from inception anyway,
2: yeah so first thing I wanted to do is join the next or the next after heirs apparent to the British throne on tour and see how that's going uh specifically uh are they getting with... it fucking up them <laughs> <laughs> well, I hate it when you just jump straight to the conclusions, but yes. <laughs> Uh, specifically, William and Kate are doing a tour of the Caribbean. Uh, this is not just by accent, it is their the, Caribbean. It is their Caribbean, yes, quite literally, because they are, uh, you know, the second heads. What is it? Second to, in line to the throne.
3: <laughs> the second, the second, and third heads <laughs> of the many-headed Hydra of the royal family. Yeah, well, no, it's the, not, It's not. It's actually third simpler than that.
4: Officially.
1: Nah, nah, it's like, whenever whenever a monarch dies, the future monarchs have to go on a tour, right? So they're just they're getting it in early, essentially.
4: mm
2: Mm. not not quite this one is specifically designed because um if you remember last year at the end of last year barbados declared itself a republic so the crown is getting a bit antsy so they've sent um their younger representatives well the younger representatives that are still part of the family after the other ones left because of all the racism which you know went over well in the caribbean as you might imagine uh Mm. so they're there to you know shore up the commonwealth how's it going rob how's it going
3: Hey guys, I've got a great idea to smooth over all these uh, rumbled, ruffled relations with the the Caribbean. Why don't we send over one of the biggest cunts we can think of? <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: so let me first give you uh, the usual nauseating spectacle. Uh, here is the sun. William and Kate dance with locals inside the plane the royals use. Kate drinks water from vines in
3: Belize. The Daily uh... Mail. Belize rolls <laughs> out <laughs> For red carpet. Fuck's sake william and kate pictured on side of ancient vases as (laughs) what the fuck is this
2: welcome to the jungle kate wears khaki and a white t-shirt seriously that's a headline
0: in the mail yes yeah 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 yeah
2: Yeah. welcome to an early edition of comment or Commentaria. Um... So uh, like I said that's the nauseating spectacle and that is of course how it is being reported across the land in the UK because we are a disgusting nation of simps or I should say you because I'm not a citizen ha <laughs> ha um,
0: so let's not, like not a from, citizen from just Boston. someone who lives far away enough to not have to take anything to do with it and yet, appears and on yet. this podcast yeah. every week. You're
1: a yeah. real pervert, Rob. Yeah, and, like I, everyone yeah. knows it, right? We're all fo- we're all stuck here. We're here by default. This is this is not a choice on our part. This is a survival mechanism. But you, you are basically doing your fucking, you know, Switzerland gold tourism, just kind of slumming it with us, like normal islanders, just to kind of get off on it. So no, nah, we're not having this. We're not having this, Rob.
2: Not at all.
0: Dutchman is pervert news at 11 <laughs> so
2: let's in, instead check in with some of the people who actually live there and see how they see feel about things so the first stop of this grand royal tour was to uh, Belize as I said, where uh, Kate drank from a vine, where instead the first visit they had to... Was it Jeremy Vine? (laughs) (laughs)
3: it's, it's, It's the social media platform. You wouldn't understand, Jeremy. It's
2: just licking water droplets of Jeremy Vine's back, yeah. Oh, Oh. (laughs) Yeah, it did real psychic damage to me. Please, Uh, no. So, yeah, the first visit they had to a local community there had to be cancelled because the community itself strongly objected to said visit and instead called it colonialism, a slap in the face and very strenuously objected to the Windsors demanding to land the helicopter without permission uh, in the middle of their football pitch. Uh, you know, <laughs> because the overlords yeah, just cape, want to put Kate
3: wearing the khaki and the pith helmet probably didn't go over. Presumably
2: <laughs> not. No, no. Although I did see the usual disgusting pictures of them sitting in those like the big wooden chairs where they're carried aloft on like uh, uh, by by like the local communities and they're like cl- it's clapping a litter, it's a basically, isn't it? Yeah, it's a litter. Thank you. But yeah, the thing that makes it kind of noteworthy is like why they are talking about colonialism is this local community uh, is to next door to like a a conservation charity of which William is the patron. And um, Mm -hmm. I've forgotten the name of it, but they have turned over 12,000 acres of what was previously communal land held by and for the local community into private property for conservation. So we're doing enclosure, but, you know, for uh, parrots or something so colonial pet driven sorry not even pet
1: driven colonial wildlife driven enclosure essentially yep 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 sounds great sounds like david attenborough would be well on board with that shit
2: mm. and presumably well he'd also probably be uh, lecturing the natives on how not to have too many children like the fucking malthusian prick <laughs> he is exactly so the the reason this is especially relevant uh, is, of course, there's still I think there's several lawsuits about this going on at the moment. Um, but this is especially relevant in this uh, instant because um, I don't think Belize itself, but Jamaica, Antigua and Bermuda, the Bahamas, Grenada, Saint Kitts and Nevis, Saint Lucia, and Saint Vincent, and the Grenadines are still all subject to rulings of the Queen's Privy Council, which essentially functions as the uh, Supreme Court, Supreme Justicial Court of all these countries. So, like... What? Yeah. That's what what the Privy Council does, among other things. Yeah. Fuck, just...
1: So, their Supreme Court is Her Majesty and Her Majesty's mates,
2: essentially. Yeah, I think Michael Gove, among others, is in the Privy Council. I know. What? Just,
1: uh, how, how are they putting up with that?
2: Well, they shouldn't be. I mean, and that's, you know, fortunately, because they none of them like this situation, and some of them are, are taking active steps to ameliorate this situation, but we'll get there in, in but a short moment. Yeah, so after their... I'm, getting,
3: I'm, getting, I'm really getting the impression from this that colonialism isn't very good. <laughs> mm.
2: <laughs> much to, much think, much to about. think about. Much to think about. Uh, yeah, so after they were, did a photo op picking uh, sustainable cocoa, because God love it when, you know, prime, those countries get turned into primary producers and we just leave them in debt traps and resource mm. extraction traps. It's really good for everybody. Uh, they traveled on to the Bahamas, where after a public outcry and a lot of people asking, what are we doing? Uh, the Bahamian government actually stopped paying at least for the travel of the two parasites and their large <laughs> entourage. Uh, Because, like, quite frankly, why should quite a poor country, i.e. the Bahamas, pay for, you know, the Windsors who have more private fortune than the government itself does? And the final bit that I want to spend a bit more time on is they're currently in Jamaica, where um, I think as we are recording, so this is Tuesday, uh, there are ongoing demonstrations outside the office of the, the building of the High Commissioner, the UK High Commissioner. Um, where the William and Kate are hiding or staying, as as you prefer, and the reason for this is that uh, dozens of local leaders have written uh, a, 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 for a demand uh, for an apology as well as reparations from the UK for its you know long and extensive role in the slave trade. And you know, I know Britain ended the slave trade, but still they didn't really. And fuck you. <laughs> um
3: well look rob you're you're forgetting that they started just so that they could end it that's yep.
2: true from this letter we see no reason to celebrate 70 years of the ascension of your grandmother to the british throne because her le- mm-hmm. leadership and that of her predecessors have perpetuated the greatest human rights tragedy in the history of humankind i think that's you know pretty self-explanatory yeah damn yeah no pretty
3: pretty fucking good that, un- that
2: Completely uncritical support, comrade. Continue.
5: Mm.
2: Yeah, I should say by the way, a lot of this stuff I got from at Caribbean News UK, which I didn't know before, but from the looks of it looks like pretty solid reporting, so shout out to them and go give them a follow if you're interested in uh, you know, Caribbean politics. Uh the other guy I wanted to mention is one of the people who wrote this letter. He's a um attorney and reparations advocate called Bert Samuels. Let me quote him in his words again. Uh, about a related topic, Jamaicans were very torn up about Harry and Meghan's issue during their interview with Oprah Winfrey. William needs to speak to that as he comes, and as it were, he should come here with an apology, not just for the slavery, but for the treatment of a black woman who had to be run out of the palace with her husband. That is a strong issue here, and that is a fresh wound. Now, you know, I think... None of us on this podcast are, are fans of, of of Harry and and Meghan, not because of the racism, but because of the royal family thing, and because they're now into this weird San Francisco startup culture. But you know, yep. it really is
3: they've got they've gone from being the UK elite to American elite, exactly. The yeah, you know, yeah, long the short of it. Which is very funny to me that the America like being part of the elite of the US is somehow less racist than the UK which is not surprising but I do find it very funny yeah yeah so like i think i do
2: think it's interesting that like you know as brenda has finally cocked it or is about to cock it or you know her <laughs> immortal soul is is hovering somewhere probably
3: right behind you, is, mm-hmm. uh, you know, is like... Oh, what's this coming in? The government's announced that they're going to... The government's going to build an enormous golden throne?
1: <laughs> mm. I mean, there are... Li- literally, here's a the problem. There already literally is an enormous golden throne. <laughs> so, yeah, like...
3: but, well, uh, James, a bigger one, so that they can throw thousands of psychers on it every day.
1: Yeah. I-, I mean, we don't know what happens beneath the palace, do
2: we?
3: I mean, I Any like it.
1: the
2: idea that, like, where the golden throne is at the moment, I think it's the House of Lords, if I'm remembering correctly. So I am in favour of sacrificing thousands of lords every day to, uh, you know, I'll, I'll keep Brenda around for a few years. With that well, well. I know oh, a good I... way you could do that.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: Total classic. See. Um, yeah. Listen up, let start insert your own joke there. <laughs> yeah, um, basically just, um...
1: the Galif- Deactivating the, Galif- the field in the House of Lords. <laughs>
2: Um. But I mean, like, apart from anything else, look, the whole. Harry and Meghan thing was obviously just a giant ball of racism, and of course, like it stands to reason that the subjects of the Commonwealth who are not white would have quite a strong problem with how that whole mm-hmm. affair went down. And if you think about it, like when Elizabeth II dies, I think we mentioned this on the pod before, it is not automatically true that Charles becomes the head of the Commonwealth. Like that is like in in the in the gift of the heads of state to give. It's not an automatic right. It's not a, an in in So like I do think that like just strategically speaking, apart from the gross racism, it's interesting that they threw out at least, you know, on appearance's sake, let's put it that way, the most progressive modern couple that the royal household had and and is likely to have. Oh yeah, it's it's
3: just just managing to shoot your entire fucking foot off when you are essentially gifted this PR win. Yeah. Yeah. And then just absolutely shit in the bed, and forcing um, your your son and and his young, oh, well, sorry, I say young, she's older than I am, wife out of the family.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, here's the thing, right? We're, we're talking about myth in counter-worlds which could never exist because, right? Are we? If the royal family <laughs> were, the, were the kind who could actually, like, you know, accept Harry and Meghan and make hay out of that, then they wouldn't need Harry and Meghan to basically go on the tour for them and to do that kind of thing. Like, you follow the contradiction that's at the heart here, right?
3: Mm -hmm. Too racist racist to even do the PR, gotcha. Yeah,
1: exactly, right. I mean, this is the thing. It's like, in the world in which they could actually make use of them as a world in which we don't need them because they're not racist like there's, there's just nothing else to say
2: yeah i mean before we leave this topic just one more thing because it was uh, reported in like the last two hours or so before we started recording is that according to itv, ITV who have spoken to some quite senior jamaican sh- sources uh jamaica has apparently formally begun the procedures to depose the monarch as the head of state and become a republic and they will start that process formally as soon as Kate and William has fucked off. I do find it both good and cool that they have chosen to leak that they are doing this right at the moment uh, William and Kate have landed, so good on them and I hope you may be free soon as we
0: may all one day be free. Mm. They should have sent Andrew. That would have been <laughs> much funnier. No, I think there's a different... There's a different island he'll be visiting.
1: Yeah. saying <laughs> what?
2: Never mind. Um, uh, he would have been so pissy that he wouldn't have been able to wear like a military uniform anymore that he wouldn't be Oh, you're to.
1: right, Rob. He would have been. He'd have, he'd have absolutely, like, you know, he'd have been like, oh, you're sending me X and I'll look out my very best uniform and say, like, oh, you, you can't do that anymore. But I want to. And what about my stuffed toys? Exactly. Because yeah, oh, he's God, such the, a precious the little boy. stuffed
3: toys that I... I... <laughs> Just if you needed yet more fucking evidence that the man is absolute fucking danger, like I saw, I saw a video the other day of uh, one of his like, uh, like I don't know if it's like an attendant or something from who worked in like his his house or whatever, uh, that. When they would go somewhere, the the like uh, his many many teddy bears, something like thirty or forty of the fucking things yeah. had to be arranged in a specific order, and the guy was given a photograph in or- in the order that they needed to be arranged on the fucking bed that this guy was going to be staying in for like a few days.
1: <laughs> I mean, they're all the same because, like, Prince Charles, as I understand it, has a white leather toilet seat
4: that gets taken <laughs> wherever he goes. <laughs> and they install it in any of the bathrooms. That, um, that, that sounds like it's just asking for trouble. Um, <laughs> he got
1: given it as a gift, and apparently he's very partial to it, so there's one of his Who footmen the or whatever. That, Who the fuck gives someone a white leather toilet seat as a gift? Loki.
3: I mean, I don't well, fucking I don't, know. I know what I'm getting you for Christmas, Jamie.
1: <laughs> I mean, the thing is, like, I'm, I'm with Jamie on this. It does sound like it's just the grossest thing in the world, and you follow the logic of it through, and cleaning that thing must be an absolute bitch. Um, you see that as if he doesn't job. just
0: get given a new one every time it goes for for cleaning. I mean, you never know. Maybe actually.
2: I mean, yeah, Alistair, I do want to make one correction
1: though. Maybe like, just never
4: th-
2: cleans it. <laughs>
1: oh. I don't want to. I don't want to picture Prince Charles's formerly white, leather, white leather
0: toilets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: but yeah Alistair I want to issue one slight correction though like uh, when Prince Andrew travels it's not teddy bears when he travels outside Europe it's not teddy bears it's a bed full of gollywogs that also have to be arranged in a very specific order <laughs> what from like least to most racist <laughs> <laughs> well speaking from least to most racist shall we have a brief chat about the Tory Spring Conference which has just been and gone yes best segue I've heard in a while oh Rob. no <laughs> So this is obviously an obvious attempt to uh, move away from party. It's not a, I'm not going to call this shit party gate anymore because appending gate to everything is fucking stupid from uh, all the party investigations. And uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's a relaunch. It's a party, right? Yeah, it's, uh, it's the Boris relaunches uh, and specifically into the Brexit future. And we have to leave all this stuff in the past about this, the parties. Is
4: this, is this good or bad, though? I don't know unless you've appended the word gate to it.
2: <laughs> well according to Jacob Rees-Mogg all that stuff is in the past and quote unquote fluff now uh, it's in the fucking past a... <laughs> <laughs> but specifically that's because there's our war on in Ukraine so we can't talk about the parties anymore
3: you know. uh, we, we, we love a good we love a good war to like quell domestic issues don't we mm. yeah
2: not only that mm. um because there's a there's a war on at the moment according to liz truss we can't talk about statues and pronouns anymore because we have to be <laughs> on a war footing you see so uh, that's over with you you know like in
0: fairness we don't... do need more time to concentrate on things like geography so
2: Exactly. Why don't you, you know, <laughs> shiftly, lazy, statue puller, sign up to, to the International Azov Brigades instead, and then, you know, you can be cool
4: and become a tour. See, when, when she went to Moscow and did cosplay, and the fucking, like, Russian <laughs> guy, like, just drop-kicked her into a skip from 40 paces, was that <laughs> pronouns or statues? <laughs> I think It's that's, a little bit about yeah, Jamie. Jeremy. A, this. bit of column B. I have to say, it is
1: it does actually warm my heart to know that my existence is personally impeding the war effort. Like, (laughs) genuinely, as a a lifelong committed pacifist, it is really good to know that just my existing is in somehow, shape, or form impeding NATO aggression. I I was really hoping
2: for a moment you were going to say that as a lifelong living statue enthusiast. I
3: mean... Yeah, the reason the reason James is non-binary is because they are just a bust, and, like, that's it. <laughs> like, listen, I'm
1: trying to work out whether I should be offended by this, because if you've seen the fucking statue guys on Twitter, they're all fash. So, uh, um, <laughs> no, no fash. Maybe you.
0: maybe you just really like Vaporwave.
1: Vapor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, like, what, a really cool kind of, like, skeleton metal kind of statue bust thing that's got, like, weird paint dripped over it? I could, it, I could actually could fuck be. with that.
2: There you go. Yeah. 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 Okay. Sure. In, in the meantime, Rishi Sunak managed to soothe an anxious British public. You know, very worried, of course, about the rising cost of living, which we talked about over.
4: Oh, we in getting like five p off petrol or some shit. Uh, yeah, there's going to be probably like. Oh a, well, that's, a that's my gas of bill. Fucking sorted. Cheers, Rishi. <laughs> <laughs>
2: But the uh, National Insurance Rises and the Higher tax or Council Tax Rises are definitely going to go ahead uh, because, quote-unquote, the government cannot solve every
0: problem. That's true. It's can... only tanks oh that my can do God. that. I mean, Adam, that, that, don't yeah, that is, to solve that is, any fucking problems. <clears throat> yeah, that is true. Like, they can't solve every problem, but can they solve any? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they could just try, like, for fun, as a treat.
2: So, like, just see what it feels like to solve one. Um, mm. and the reason we can't do that was of course made clear by a uh, uh, mega cuck Harry Cole who followed the <laughs> treasury line to to the to the minute saying we have a 2.2 trillion pound debt and there's a 50 billion dollar a 15 billion pound interest to pay on that this year oh no which by the way works out to give or take 2.2 to 2.3 percent which is lower than inflation so the value of the debt is going down over time so it's actually really good that we borrowed all this money because that means the people who lent us the money are getting hosed which is funny because it's also us because it's the bank of england don't worry about it also <laughs> <listen> to- <laughs>
0: <laughs> i can heal the gills like very slowly turning in robert peston's head <laughs> yeah Uh so but in the
2: meantime, uh during this conference they also did some other things because Tory Party Conference, a uh, Spring Conference even, um, is you also have to give some stuff to the psychos who turn up at these things. So they did. Quietly okay. the Tories ditched a pledge to make it impossible for big game hunters to import their trophies back home to Britain. So, you know, okay. that lion head or that zebra tusk mm-hmm. or whatever it is you have, you can still get mm-hmm. bring it back home and hang it in your mansion.
3: Oh good. Uh, excuse me, a zebra tusk. All right. I will not okay, be taking Rob. questions.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> God, we've we've learned, we've all learned so much from Jamie in the time that we've been doing this podcast. For seven yeah, it's just I um, was, I was t-
4: born to educate.
1: <laughs> yeah, to be to be fair to Rob, he's just balderizing there. Just let
2: it go. Anyway, <laughs> carry on, Rob. Uh, the other thing they did uh, quite quietly as well. Do you remember last year when Owen Patterson and Jeffrey Cox and a whole bunch of other people got caught having like massive paying uh, second jobs that they were not openly yes. corrupt with, but did do you know some quite venal activity for in the meantime? Um, mm-hmm. So do you remember? And they did a whole song and dance about how they were going to cap um, <clears throat> you know second job earnings and make sure that MPs uh-huh. use their time to actually look after their constituents. Yeah, have no, that's they, have all they gone not
4: now. done that? That's shocking! That like, who could have nah, seen no. this? Yeah, but this time they gave a reason. Uh, they gave two actually. Ooh, they said there's a war on. Was the reason there's a was, war on in Ukraine? Was the reason more money for us? Fuck you.
2: Their as is they said, look, it's essentially two things: time and money, and we can't restrict... more money
4: for us and fuck you.
2: More money for us and no time for you, right? Yeah, they they said. It's a bit of a paraphrase on my side. They said, look, we can't restrict MPs using their time for, you know, nefarious BAE-related uh, purposes, uh, <laughs> because you could still do a lot of active harm in very little time.
3: So, like, how would we ban them from using their time? You know? Or, or, <laughs> so, because, because, because you could go out and murder someone in literally five minutes, there's no point in banning murder. Yes, pretty much.
1: I do... I'd Right, so the, the, the logic of this is basically, okay, so we can't really put a limit on time you can spend on second jobs because, you know, it's it's a slippery slope. Like, you know, five minutes of the PM's time is very valuable and could do a lot of damage. So we just, um, I guess we just can't do anything about it. Couldn't just ban second jobs entirely. I mean, we couldn't say no
0: time. There's never been anything in law that says anything about like controlling the amount of time that you can work. No directives about time spent on work, like a working time directive, <laughs> never been anything exactly like that in history so impossible in terms of control mm-hmm. the
2: best we can hope for is a mug talking about immigration the other thing uh, that of course we can't limit is income and spe- the specific reason given uh, is what about all those great books and bestsellers that MPs write
3: Oh, is uh, Boris Johnson going to write seventy-three virgins? <laughs> Close enough. He does have a
2: publisher's advance of eighty-eight thousand pounds for for oh, as yet unpublished novel. Sake. So if we banned that, we uh, would ban uh, Boris getting paid.
3: How how could the universe continue without <laughs> Boris's fucking sequel to his? Tediously racist, <laughs> boorish book from fucking two thousand and five, or when he wrote, whenever he wrote that shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the new,
4: the new ones, the new ones going to be about like a fucking prime minister that like shags, probably. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? The Daily Mail will serialise
2: it. <laughs> mm. But essentially, the real reason I wanted to talk about uh, Tory Spring Conference is the following quote from I think the closing speech by Tory Party Chair uh, Oliver Dowden. Uh, let me just read you this little bit because it is genuinely amazing. As I walk with my children through the calm suburbia of Hertfordshire, its values so derided by the left, I actually reflect on the great fortune <laughs> we have to live in a nation defined by stability, security, and yes, conservatism. For me, the private hedge well, one out of three ain't bad. Are... No, 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 no. This
4: is the money shot. For me, the Does pri- you want to live in a nation defined by my fob as fucking ass, because <laughs> <laughs> that could be arranged. For- Imagine a, b- a boot going
3: up your ass over <laughs> and over.
4: For for me, the privet
2: hedges of suburbia are the privet hedges of a free people, and I will make it my mission. <laughs> hell.
5: Oh, Foxy!
1: And did those feet <laughs> in ancient times walk upon England's privet oh, hedge? In
2: hell. <laughs> Uh, so yeah like that's two things i wanted to, to check in on the third thing i wanted to check on is something that i've wanted to really talk about for a little while a little check up what our friends in the national accounting office uh, have been up to recently
0: uh because what oh, they've been yes. up to yes yes <laughs> is the most exciting people in the country let's fucking exactly go.
2: the only people who are genuinely exciting is they wrote an updated report on the ajax fighting vehicle
0: all oh, right, okay, actually, I'm
2: interested.
1: <laughs> just, just, just sound of David's erection hitting the bottom of a desk there. Continue, <laughs> up. let's go.
2: Uh, if you want to catch the full story, you haven't listened to it, uh, episode 84, Tanks for Nothing, is where you want to be. Um, essentially, this is some, some follow-up, because there is some amazing bits in it. Because after, you know... A whole bunch of parliamentary questions and newspaper reporting, and some podcasts. Uh, have, the, they, um, have
4: they have <laughs> they unravelled the quantum state of the fucking Ajax yet? Then, given that it's like it, it is both like complete dog shit, but also doesn't exist. Like they haven't finished. Theoretically, theoretically, it oscillates the soldiers into a fucking parallel universe, or at least it would if we'd actually built one. Do you know what I mean? <laughs>
2: Uh, the best way to answer your question. When they is want to say, when they want
4: to test it, what they've actually got is like uh, just a like a, a thing like a, a false one made out of plywood and a bunch <laughs> of guys like running alongside with like fucking like sanders on the side of it to make it vibrate, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> the best way, Jamie, I could answer your question is to
2: say they have found some answers which genuinely genuinely only create more
3: questions. Um, <laughs> I, lo- I love those kinds of answers. Uh, yeah. So,
2: this is the NEO's uh, value for money report on the Ajax fighting vehicle. That's the. Oh, oh, good. <laughs> uh, is it a single word?
1: Like, beautifully laid out in the middle of an otherwise pristine page? 72
3: point font on an a 5 have, uh, yes. have.
4: They should have gone with the Tesco value Ajax. <laughs> actually, actually, Alistair, I think it's funnier the other way
1: around. Like a nine-point font in the middle of this paper, like beautiful heading and all the rest, of it, and just a
2: word none, in tiny <laughs> little lettering right in the middle. Right. So let me give you via the EDAO uh, some brief numbers as an introduction. First is more than ten billion uh, pounds, which <laughs> is the lifetime cost of the Ajax. Of which we have already paid 3.2 billion to General Dynamics um, Land. Sorry, General Dynamics Land Systems, not to be confused with other entities of General Dynamics. Twenty-seven. And which they've, is the, the... they've
4: spent. They've spent that 3.2 billion on a line of coke that stretches twice around the equator, <laughs> 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 and no actual tank. What? Well, what the Army thinks, what the Army thinks is a tank, is actually a fucking transit van with a turret like a plywood turret on the top and octagonal wheels.)
3: It is great that they've managed to spend like some like massive proportion of a of an annual NHS budget on something that is less effective than a fucking technical a high like a Toyota Hilux with a with a Browning machine gun just stapled onto the fucking top. of I'm it. sorry, it but can can,
4: well. can the average technical like cook a fucking very big burger in ninety seconds? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so only when only when I mean, the driver you...
3: tries to check his email or something. You know <laughs> know what I mean? What you do, Jamie, is you fire you fire the machine gun for several seconds and then you place your foodstuffs on top of the barrel, allowing it to cook. Like the the fucking Ajax pulls
4: up and everyone's goldfish in like a two mile radius just suddenly starts to like fucking <laughs> melt like melting and the steam coming out of the bowl and some guy like run running towards the tank going like, No, you must not read from theoutlook.com <laughs>
2: Jamie, genuinely, we will in a but a moment return to the question of communication and emails on the Ajax.
1: <laughs> well, I actually, I've come to the conclusion the Ajax is the perfect popcorn maker when you think about it. Because <laughs> you you put a little bit of, like, salt or maybe a little bit of butter in the very top of it and then you put the corn in the bottom. The, uh, you know, the, the microwaves will pop I'd the corn disagree. and the migration will the, distribute
4: uh, it. I bet the fuck, I bet putting butter in it avoids the warranty. LAUGHTER <laughs> Both of you to this thing has a fucking warranty so, to be honest. James. So there are currently, uh, we will get to the warranties. Um, there are currently <laughs> like it's it's vibrating and there's just like superheated butter coming out through the seams and just fucking like killing everyone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's
2: briefly talk about the vibration then. Fuck it, yeah, cool. <laughs> there's a whole section, by the way, separate in this NEL report specifically dedicated to do noise and vibration, which is amazing. <laughs>
3: it's just it's just the words still a problem just pasted over and over and over again for close enough just, the, just written out but like really shakily <laughs> it's just there uh, the entire
1: section of report is just the letter m the repeated in like just a several pages worth of mm.
5: <laughs>
1: just to be like you know real little kind of dadaist like you know situationist kind of uh, yeah. writing on it love it.
4: When you think about it, this report is really just a metatext. Yeah. <laughs> that whole section's just a link to a fucking seismograph online. <laughs> let me let me talk you through a little
2: bit of it. The Department, this is, I'm quoting from the report, the Department of Defense resumed trials in June 2020, but banned the use of Ajax vehicles in
4: motion from November 2020. Um <laughs> after complaints from the U.S. Geological Survey. <laughs> 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 fucking god damn. I
1: hate, to, I hate it when a report vindicates the government, but there you go. Fucking statues causing
2: problems for the water. But I mean, not really, because the measurements that were done about uh, uh, vibration on the Ajax were all done uh, with devices installed by General Dynamics. And wouldn't you know, those devices installed by General Dynamics and programmed by General Dynamics found that the General Dynamics-made General Dynamics vehicles didn't have any problems. General. Oh. Gen- yeah. Wow, that's a weird
3: coincidence.
2: Let me read you again from the report. The department relied on noise and vibration calculators provided by General Dynamics UK to predict the level of exposure to noise and vibration to different, by different crew members in the Ajax vehicles. <laughs> later yeah, on didn't, a, a, a didn't they
4: didn't they like didn't they say that people could only be in it for 30 seconds at a time because of the night vibration? yes yes so they gave them cal- gave them rigged calculators and yes, they, they did. still came back they still came back like upside down with boobs written on them <laughs> because that like basically the <laughs> gist here <laughs>
2: In January 2020, a different audit not done with these general dynamics vibration measure things raised concerns that the general dynamics calculators underestimated the level of noise and vibration.
0: Well, golly gee, another weird coincidence. How does this keep happening? The problem was that the the general dynamics calculators that they put in were actually calibrated to slowly turn throughout their time inside it.
1: Also, in to, to to use the words of Jamie here, that is a load
4: bearing underestimated <laughs> right. <laughs> I just like the idea that, like, you know what I mean? There's a, there's a guy standing there with a fucking like. General Dynamics calculator looking at the Ajax and like someone next to him is like screaming at full volume, is that thing accurate? <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, the Army, an independent
2: group of auditors and General Dynamic are all conducting their own separate noise tests uh, on the Ajax, despite mm. not knowing the following things, how the different variants, there are going to be six variants, will work and how much they vibrate because a large It'll number work. of the... Vi- because of the a large number of those variants, five out of six have still not been delivered to the army, so we can't test them. Uh, we don't know any operational scenarios because we can't yeah, the other, drive the five, them. The
3: five of the other, five, those five are all like sonic weapons though, so I'm sure it'll be fine. And the
2: other thing that none of these three audits can know is, let me quote again, root causes of the issues, nor potential solutions. Why, do you ask, can they not know that? Well, that's because General Dynamics is refusing uh, to release any test data that it has about the noise vibration problems (laughs) Hmm? (laughs) which is just it's so good
1: I mean there's a there's a reason refusing to release that that data because technically under GDPR it's protected medical data
2: (laughs) see there you go Uh, So, currently, because of all the vibration and noise, there are 27 limitations on the use of Ajax vehicles, Uh, 22 are related to safety and 11 are critical to operational capability. There are also a further 136 concerns about these vehicles. Um, but among these 27 use limitations are, let me quote again from the report, no enclosed operation of the vehicle, i.e. you can't put the hatch down, no night driving, no heavy items to be stored on the roof, no discharging of the weapon system other than the cannon, and no storage or carriage of munitions. None of those things are currently possible with the Ajax. Excellent. Mm. Excellent.
3: Would it be easier for them to list the things that the Ajax can do? (laughs) much easier yeah
0: it didn't actually mention it in there but the other thing that you can't do is actually use it in world of tanks because it breaks the physics engine <laughs> <laughs> uh, fantastically
2: uh these like the the noise and the vibration are the main problems but what i didn't know yet it, and what we do know now thanks to this amazing report it has some other problems apart from the noise the vibration and the turret that doesn't generally seem to work very well Uh, Let me read to you again from the report. The department's requirements have, in effect, made the creation of the Ajax a bespoke technology which is much more complex than other armored vehicles.
0: The (laughs) Ajax was highly... Oh, fucking hell.
2: The Ajax was highly specified with about 1,200 capability requirements for each of the six vehicle types. However, the department... Wait,
3: 1,200 each? Yes. So, like, 7,000-odd specifications in total
2: Across six variants, yes. Um, and let me, as as a treat, let me talk you through some of the issues with the subsystems that it has. Uh, let me quote again: The department is planning to enhance Ajax's digital capacity through the delivery of the Morpheus program. <laughs> 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 also, Morpheus wants you to get in the microwave.
3: Each each Ajax comes with a red pill and a blue pill, and if you want to die immediately, just eat them both. <laughs>
0: Actually, um, being in an Ajax is a lot like being shook awake from the Matrix. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And you'll be happy to know, by the way, that
2: the Morpheus uh, communications program is also partly supplied by General Dynamics. Um, Uh, And and in a shocking twist, this program has had significant cost increases and is running at least three years late. The Ajax will hmm. now not have the full level of enhanced digital capability until new radios are delivered under this program. And if you're wondering what those uh, improved communications could be, well, uh, the Ajax is supposed to be able to communicate and connect to another fan favourite, the F-35 Lightning. (laughs) 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 Two great tastes that taste great together. Like peanut butter and dog shit. Yeah. And if you're wondering what on earth are they going to do in the meantime, well, the army does have the existing Bowman's communication system. However, Mm. the army doesn't have enough of them, so they can't put one on every Ajax tank as it comes online. (laughs) So some of them are just going to be, I don't know, they'll get some carrier pigeons or something when they've run out of communication. I love to
0: have the logistical issues of the Russian Imperial Army during World War I. What the fuck?
4: The ones without radios could just paint huge signs with all the paint they're stirring. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, each each one
3: of these each Ajax is going to be distribu- distributed to like B&Qs and home bases across the country
4: <laughs> just at the end at the end of their military service they're all going to end up like outside of fucking Tesco and kids can have a go on them for 50p you know I mean? <laughs> it's
1: going to be like um you know, solution. Your toddlers solution. being unruly?
4: Just put them in the liquefier. <laughs>
1: well, this thing is going it's to come out as like you know, solution and problem. Solution: the paint is incredibly well stirred. Problem: it's about the temperature of magma
4: by the time <laughs> they <paint>, leaves. <laughs> you know. look, Actually, put, have look, they, they considered painting these up to look like Thomas the Tank Engine? <laughs>
2: Look, having these things like putting them outside the big Tesco or or having them cosplay as Thomas the Tank Engine might not be the worst way to get some of our money whack because according to the report, the operational ammunition for the special gun that doesn't fit very well won't be available until 2023 anyway. So even if we got the (laughs) tanks, we can't shoot anything properly with them anyway. I
4: mean, what were they going to fucking hit realistically? Well, I mean, you're not going to hit anything anyway because... (laughs) The resonant frequency of everyone within (laughs) a 200-foot radius. (laughs) I mean look. It'd be like it'd be like fucking wanted the bullet comes out and just curves through the air
2: <laughs> presupposing that like the crew survives the night in the haunted tank That's not going to be a big problem anyway, because the simulators on which they're supposed to train to shoot the special ammunition, which we don't have, those simulators are also late because the contractor that was going to put them on the building site has decided to pull out. So there's no facility, not only is there no facility to train the shaken crews on, they also can't be trained because the army currently doesn't have enough trainers to do the training on the uh, simulators, which aren't in place
3: this is less
1: so... effective
3: than a Toyota Highlights. <laughs> yeah, this is
1: all so stupid. Like, I'm sorry, I, I know like we're enjoying it, but at the same time, it's like I am a pacifist, but even I can understand that the strength of a military is you have a lot of generic equipment with interchangeable parts. So you could that... say
3: generic people, frankly. Well, no, <laughs> carbon you, copies of one another. You got you got you
1: get a lot of generic equipment with a lot of interchangeable parts. That yeah, but there's essentially, money than you know, be... that. But yeah, but I mean. It's is is basic kind of stuff and then you have highly specialized tools for particular circumstances that don't try to be cost saving all around us, you know? So you want a good tank, a good APC, a good recon vehicle, a good dogfight, you know, yeah, but athletic, like, a good bonner, Yeah, but et you're forgetting
4: about the shareholders though. Just I just I don't understand how I like the idea I like I the idea do, that but, they haven't got any simulators for this. Like, they've got a simulator that, like, you know, simulates the interior of the vehicle, but it's too heavy to get back up the 40 flights of stairs. They've got to push it down to, like, get <laughs> the experience. Yeah, they could always just simulate it by putting soldiers in, like, a big barrel and throwing them off the Niagara Falls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like the fucking, it's like when, you know, when they filmed Apollo 13 in, like, 10-second, like, bursts, because that was all the, like, zero-g you could get in that, like, plane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like that you can only be simulated in the time it takes to be kicked down like a fucking like hillside <laughs> stones. Do you know what I mean?
2: and if you james I, I i understand your frustration and if
4: you were wondering
2: why the army didn't catch any of this stuff while it was in you know 20 odd years of development essentially that's because they weren't hunting for it <laughs> no because there was literally nobody around to look the, again from the report the senior responsible owner which is essentially the project manager of the whole fucking thing yeah. originally was uh, allocated 10 percent of his or her time to the total ajax project while also overseeing two other massive army programmers with more massive problems the boxer and challenger which we haven't talked about may oh. do in the future so like there was one guy overseeing all of this what yes and they only had initially 10% of their time, like, budgeted to look after the Ajax.
1: So you can spend, on a 40-hour week, you can spend four hours trying to fix the fucking
3: Ajax. Less, less than an hour a day. Yeah. And look, <laughs> if you, I,
2: I am saying, look, there is a senior responsible uh, uh, person, but they also do have a staff, or they should. Let me read you again from the report. <laughs> In 2016, six of the eight posts were vacant, and the department rated the program's (laughs) skill and capabilities as amber slash red. Those are not the good colors. Um, By April 2019, it had filled these vacancies to manage the contract renegotiation in 2018, but by then had reduced its own resources at a time when the program was missing various milestones. In July 2020, the program management office had dropped to four posts instead of eight, and the uh, responsible owner, so that the overseer, had amended the program's capability for monitoring development of the eject from amber slash green to amber slash red. Again, those are not the good colors. <laughs> <laughs> and if you think it may be, yeah. hey, maybe it's just, um, it's the one guy who's in charge and this desk of eight people or four where nobody was where everybody was in amber red don't worry there was also a board of oversight composing of um the army general dynamics uh and and another uh like the department of defense uh engineering and something or other bureau um let me read you again in september 2020 when the I don't know what to call it, the Army Innovation Office, had already commissioned the Institute of Naval Medicine to investigate concerns about noise and vibration issues, the board of the Ajax did not discuss this issue and was instead told that the program was quote-unquote, at an exciting stage. <laughs> <laughs> but
4: so called cool because of the way it excites anybody that's placed within the vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> Exciting in the chemical sense.
2: (laughs) (laughs) This report verifies what we said in uh, episode 84. Uh, This thing has just been a fuck-up from top to bottom, like end-to-end, and General Dynamics is going to... Keep making money off this thing because in the meantime, and we talked about it on some earlier pods, the latest national security review or the national strategy review makes it extremely clear that like in the much reduced army uh, of the UK that's going to going to exist in the next decade or two decades, the Ajax is the absolute core component of any of its land fighting capacity, along with the Boxer yes. and the Challenger, which have its own massive problems. <laughs> <laughs>
3: So the fulcrum, the fulcrum upon which the entire UK military strategy resides on, is vibrating ominously yes. and vigorously. Is yes. <laughs> <laughs> it amazing? Good. Is this
2: just a great country?
3: <laughs> I mean, it's just it's it's impressive to see the ideological commitment from the Tories to. Pair back the British state in all the aspects that it's possible to pair it back, inclusive of the military, to such a point that we are able to make so much fucking hay out of the stupidest tank I've ever heard of.
2: <laughs> yeah, thank you at least for uh, giving us so much great content.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, ten billion well spent really, isn't it, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Keeps us five dipshits in work. I
0: know what that's it. <laughs> Next time just wire the money street to us. Yeah. Yes.
4: You'll get you'll get you'll get a lot more podcasts and just as much working tank. So there's that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna start a defense contractor because for ten billion you could buy like a shitload of technicals and hire a team of guys to run alongside like rocking it from side to side as it drives. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Occasionally, just like blast an air horn into the driver's window. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, Yeah. A job that Jamie reserves for himself. <laughs>
4: yeah.
1: See, no, I think, I think Jamie needs to, um, you know, subcontract to end participation to uh, produce, like, noise metal, yeah. essentially, to fulfill that part. Like, Pretty think cool. like a real capitalist here.
4: Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. I, I bet it, like, the, for the first, the first fucking, like, noise artist to sample the Ajax is just going to be able to retire off the proceeds of that <laughs> album. <laughs> <laughs> Assuming their tape recorder doesn't fucking melt. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I thought for today's
2: article read, like I said, we talk quite a bit about supply chains and energy crisis, and I think what we've done a bit too oh, much. Is talk this about... Better
4: not be about the it better not be about the fucking gas prices again. Or I it's swear not, to God, I'm going sp- to spend my Tuesday nights at the WI instead. <laughs> <laughs> It's not. I think we've spent too much time talking about the problem,
2: and I have an article for you from Bloomberg about the solutions, what you can do in this difficult no. time. No. <laughs> no.
0: No. Yes.
1: <laughs> Just no. Yes. Like, no, right? yes. I, no. Yes. This is violence. Yes. I already
4: I already know how to wear socks so Bloomberg can go fuck themselves, quite frankly. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
1: I, I, I too possess, own, and sometimes wear a jumper. Yeah. Um. I too have accepted that life is just going to be hard sometimes. I too, I too recognise we live in the best of all possible worlds, so I should shut up and just stop whining
0: about it. Yes, um, you you should also accept the fact that you're on this podcast and this reading is happening.
2: (laughs) Yes. Uh, so this comes uh, courtesy of Bloomberg Opinion
4: it's written by Teresa Gilarducci. uh she's a professor of economics do you want to just fuck off to the WI with us James if, if, we, <laughs> if we leave now we can probably get there before Mavis has finished all the cake <laughs> article reads if we're quick <laughs> yeah <laughs> Inflation stings
2: most if you earn less than $300,000. Here's how to deal. Oh, ooh, okay. <laughs> that, is, that is a strong start. Mm. S- subtit- subtitle, more Americans than ever expect their finances to worsen as inflation hits high. Do you really need that extra car? <laughs> Do you
4: really have that extra car? Question mark. <laughs>
1: define extra I just I, I, I right? mean in, in,
4: in America like no cars are extra do you know what I mean yeah exactly
1: <laughs> also like I I physically curled in on myself at that line <laughs> Like I'm not joking. I like I recoiled my arms to my chest. my, my knees kind of came up towards me. I, I pulled my I just James turned into a ball
4: at,
0: at the sound of James, that.
4: James reflexively doing the Dark Souls roll to get away from the fucking episode.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Elden Ring roll, I'll have you know. But yes, oh, no, they're just getting in the spirit of it. That's how you keep yourself warm.
2: Yes, <laughs> <laughs> assume the fetal position. Live next door to an Ajax. <laughs> if your income is more than $289,000 a year, the run-up in gas prices may be alarming, but it's unlikely to hammer
4: your overall finances. After how much all, fucking how much fucking petrol would you have to be buying? <laughs> I assume, that, um, I assume that that's the American use of the word gas, right? Yeah. Um
2: yeah. after all, Americans at that level spend no more than one percent of their money of their uh, take home money on gas and oil according to statistics. Blah de blah, there's some statistics. James Jamie and James Feo won't bore you with the statistics because we talked about them Hang on. Hang enough. on. Sorry, right. Hang on. Run run that figure by me again, Rob. One you- percent. Yeah, yeah, no, the one before. If your income is more than two hundred and eighty-nine thousand dollars a year, the run-up in gas prices may be alarming, but it's unlikely to hammer your overall finances. After all, America. So your
1: typical, so your typical American, they're thinking, spends about two thousand eight hundred and ninety dollars a year on gas. Yes. Fucking hell.
3: I mean, yeah, that sounds about right for America, right?
4: Yeah, yeah. I know. Just fuck anyway. Carry on. Like a fucking, like in America, like a a small family car just for for doing the groceries in is like one of the fucking towns from Mortal Engines. (laughs) 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 Driving the Ford Stoke on Trent down to the fucking Walmart. uh, Right, she does does some
2: statistic stuff and essentially says if if you're earning over 290k a year you pay 1% of your uh, income on gas and a certain percentage on food however if you earn less than that then your percentage spent on food and fuel is higher because you don't have so much disposable income bloody blah that's fairly standard stuff I'm, I'm hey siri
3: what is what is dispos like, what is uh fixed outgoing yes exactly I have yeah results for- oh shit <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: it's the rise of the machines <laughs> <laughs> you buffoon you <laughs> idiot fucker moron
5: <laughs>
1: hey siri what are your pronouns uh,
2: the most recent barometer of consumer sentiment showed the highest ever share of americans expecting their finances to to worsen in the coming year this is good because it's an election year for the democrats um, I expect that those most affected will adjust to inflation in the classic way, by shifting away from relatively expensive items towards substitutes. So here are some ideas to reconfigure your consumption and lessen the blow. But again, adjustment is hard for people without savings or choices. So do you know what
4: it is? All of these fucking all of these articles about how to manage your money better in response to fucking capitalism's like slow decline. They're all just like literally someone sent in a fucking letter to Viz once saying how like you know during the uh, remember when they had like the fucking we had all the protests when Petrol went over a quid for the first time when Blair was in charge yeah Yeah. someone sent a letter in the viz saying oh there's all this like brouhaha about like the fucking cost of Petrol but it never affects me because I always just put a tenner's worth in that's literally like what these fucking articles just all boil down to Uh,
2: first you have to know your budget to control your budget Budgeting takes effort, but it gives you power, and that power is even more important in inflationary times.
4: Yeah, it's super strength. Yeah, honestly, it's just the no. The fucking, no one wants the, to talk about it, but every accountant
3: can lift a car over their head. <laughs> 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 there's like, there's like a, there's like a cold fury that runs through me whenever one of these just completely detached lunatics starts talking about what it means to try and budget your life when like someone who is you know particularly in America uh, and more so, more and more so in the UK every fucking day working two three four jobs and not making enough money to pay for and uh, like increasingly not making enough money to pay for any of the shit that's absolutely essential for them to survive like food heating yeah, energy etc
1: Alistair have you tried have you even considered just eating less
3: oh
2: we're going to get to eating less <sighs> don't worry about it I mean, I know, but what about the article, Rob? <laughs> to deal with high gas prices, it's worth reconsidering public transport if it's an option where you live. Fares are up about 8% compared to almost 40 for gasoline.
3: You know, okay. it's Again, fine. Like, a fine. Prob- like a, a more, more so a problem in the US of the fact that there is literally no fucking infrastructure like to get anywhere, hence everyone driving cars. And also, a problem in the fucking UK if you don't live any... Anywhere that's even vaguely urbanised, because buses come. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but it was also, well, I mean, well, I mean, like, I mean, to be fair, like Manchester's like not terrible by the sounds of things. But anyway, like, I, I, a I bus must... that comes once every Tuesday and only goes. I love one that. Way. I love that
4: by the sound of things, because none of us have ventured to the wild like frontiers of Manchester. Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, have, it, they we, have we fear deal. the king
1: in the north, etc. Um, no, I mean, having said. So yeah exactly right but like I, I read on you know for work there was reading about someone posting online saying that basically that they can no longer rely on public transport to get them home at night yeah like the public transport yeah. is that inconsistent and that shit mm-hmm. that they can be dumped like 12 miles away from home or whatever and it's just uh-huh. like no suck it up so eventually, well, there is no public has transport. has
4: elon musk got a solution for them I mean James the reason
2: like you can't get local transport anymore if you remember a couple of months ago it's because bus drivers are the overseers of the police now so they're really busy overseeing that you know the cops stop raping people because we were told that if you know you're being chased by the cops you need to flag down a bus driver so they're mm-hmm. all overseeing mm-hmm. the met at the moment that's why you can't get a bus at, at night that
4: Yeah also oh, public transport ye- being phased out in favor of the Brexit rail gun Yeah,
1: also, Rob, I'm not joking. You took a year off my life without one. Yeah. I can't describe how
2: withered I was in response to that. Yeah. Pray continue. Now may even be the time to sell your car. It certainly isn't the time to buy a new or used one. Prices have stabilised a bit, but used car car prices... Yeah, that car you
3: used to get to fucking work. Why don't you sell that shit? Now
4: may be the time to find this guy's address and then use your car to encourage him to dig a moat around his property. (laughs)
2: when it comes to food don't be exp- afraid to explore prices for, yeah. for me
4: eat the rich <laughs> have, you, <laughs> have you considered eating plain ramen <laughs> yeah if you buy if you buy a 20 fucking ton bag of like pasta and then just eat the dry pasta off the floor like an animal piece <laughs> of shit that'll last <laughs> a good like fucking a good while
2: <laughs> meat prices have increased from February 2021 and will go up even more this year. Though your palate may not be used to it, tasty meat substitutes
3: include vegetables. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Who
5: is I'm just, for? I'm just, oh, I'm just hell. punching
3: a big fucking, a big fucking like pie chart at the moment, just saying that uh, the highest earners consume the largest amounts of meat.
4: Mm. But I have think... they considered vegetables? <laughs>
3: I've, i have heard of a vegetable mm. have you considered surprised have you
4: pondered the vegetable orb
1: <laughs> I, I surprised <laughs> me it didn't go with a good old classic lentils are a healthy substitute for you know actual food kind of line sadly not james because
2: here comes the parentheses vegetables parentheses where prices are up a little over four percent or lentils and beans which are up about nine percent uh, so your replacement is. is much more expensive
3: woohoo so what? What exactly are we meant to eat in this scenario? Is it just any vegetable we can pull out of the cold earth with our bare hands? <laughs> yes. Our
1: dignity, trees.
3: Yeah, you know, d- develop three additional stomachs and become a ruminant. <laughs> yeah. mm. Have you, have you,
4: have you, have you ever like checked out the nutritional value of bark? Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure there'll be more than one dipshit on YouTube who has and will tell you about <laughs> it at great length. Mm. Plan- Technically, you can. A willow bark, you can do stuff with, but there'd be some. Uh, yeah, but you're going to get into a you're going to get into a fight on YouTube with like a, a, an incredibly like fucking like red faced like Hulk guy, who just chews his way through an oak every week or something <laughs> like that. You know what I mean? His YouTube channel like fucking humanbeaver.com or some shit. <laughs> Built himself a house in the wilderness, <clears throat> and for, for for a mere two thousand dollars, he'll tell you the secrets of like eat how to eat a tree. Yeah, it's a gingerbread house for the 21st century. (laughs) That's right.
2: Plan to cut out the middle creature and consume plants directly. It's more efficient, healthier, (laughs) and
4: a cheaper way to get calories. Who's eating food indirectly? If you feed grain to animals to to eat the animal. I don't know about anyone else, but I only eat a cow so that I can taste grass vicariously. (laughs) (laughs) Every time I pass a field, I just curse the lack of stomachs in my frail human body. Do you know what I mean.
0: Fun fact: um, spring, I think it's either springbok or zebra. I can't remember which one of them, but um, the the grass that eats actually does flavour the meat. Ah, the zebra is the one with the horns, right? Um, yes. And- <laughs>
2: Tusks. And stay away from buying in bulk. You usually don't save any money by buying more. Sure, there may be great deals, but most consumers wind up falling for the tricks that entice them to spend more. Things like offering free samples, which often lead to impulse buying, or placing discounted big-ticket items near the entrance. See, because you, you're fucking pop, you might go in for a kilo of rice, but, you know, you, because you're stupid, will be easily seduced by spinning lights and little things.
3: I'm I'm reminded of that kid who uh, tried to buy like a PS4 when they were new by putting it through on the self checkout. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that, that was
4: that 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 kid was a modern day Blackbeard. Quite frankly, <laughs> <laughs> I fucking absolutely salute their... Like you know what I mean, quite frankly. Entrepreneurial affair,
1: spirit. Fucking <laughs> attitude towards rules. Typical, I mean, here's the thing, though. typical hubris of youth, like, if they just stopped at one, they'd have got away, you know, victimless perfect crime, but they went back and tried it again for a second one, and that's when they nabbed them, so.
2: If you bust absolutely buying bulk, try to do it with a friend, so you can split some of the costs and ensure everything gets eaten or used. So, you know, join our
4: Patreon so we can all buy a big bag of rice together. teamwork makes the dream work right one of you (laughs) runs through the fucking vegetable aisle like just with her arms out tipping everything out of the fucking (laughs) shelves onto the floor and the second one just goes along shoveling it into their mouth like (laughs) (laughs) Pac-Man like what
1: they've basically said there is April's for pure animal survival form nation communes to work together in order to secure food sources hunt for
3: bargains in
2: packs Um,
3: yes yeah, I would be great if it incidentally just created the people's commune of New York City or some shit and then they're like, oh no, not like that.
4: <laughs> Toss a coin to decide which one of you hunts and which one of you gathers. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I always, always get gathering, I want to get hunting. <laughs> yeah.
4: Some guy correctly calls heads on the coin flip and then just like opens up on Walmart with a fucking Uzi. You know what I mean? Just like spraying cornflakes all over the fucking place for his mate to pick up. <laughs> Aside from being more thoughtful about
2: purchases, it's also prudent to think about unnecessary charges. So yeah, don't ref- buy a don't buy a
4: cornflake net. Those things are a fucking sham. <laughs> if you're one of many Americans who became a new pet
2: owner during the pandemic, you might want to rethink those costly pet pet medical needs. It may sound harsh, but researchers actually don't... Eat your pet! Kill Eat, your your pet. Dog. Eat your pet! No, your pet! No, you dog have no idea capitalism. where this is
4: going. <laughs> is it going kill your dog for capitalism? <laughs> Close. Um. <laughs> then I have some idea of where it's going.
2: <laughs> it may sound harsh, but researchers don't actually recommend pet chemotherapy, which can cost up to $10,000 for
4: ethical reasons. So, you know, just let the dog die. What, they don't recommend it for ethical reasons or it costs $10,000 for ethical reasons? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Oh, dear. Looking
2: forward to the updated Who Let The Dog Die? Coping with inflation could mean drastic actions or small ones. There are lots of ways people can duck and
4: dance around
2: relative price stations. Probably the
3: more drastic ones. All you
4: want to do is make the pet work for you. Train it to fetch (laughs) cornflakes. Cut the amount of gathering needed.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Create an agrarian society from the ground up. And that way you can become your own feudal lord. Oh, I'm sorry, the podcast's over now. Like, I'm just picturing <laughs> Americans
4: hunting cornflakes with an news and that's it, that's me for the <laughs> night. <laughs> the most American thing I can think of.
2: <laughs> I can just, Jamie, I can just see you with like a trained flock of seagulls that just bring you crisps all day, all day long. Like,
3: Jamie, the most American thing is Tony the
4: Tiger firing back. <laughs> 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 got his little fucking neckerchief wrapped around his head like Rambo <laughs> the
3: they c- drew first blood it's
2: castle doctrine <laughs> begun the serial wars have
0: oh fuck's sake oh. I mean I
3: don't know who'd win out Tony the Tiger and the honey monster <laughs> <laughs>
4: have the honey monster in like america because that the honey monster (coughs) seems uniquely british to me for some reason he don't he 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 dare
1: not set foot on the same aisle as gritty or the uh (laughs) conflict that would
4: unfold would end the world yeah the americans probably have something that resembles sugar puffs but like the mascot on the box is david blaine or some shit David Blaine getting into
1: a run-and-gun armed conflict in this serial aisle to protect his <laughs> cornflakes is now imprinted on my head. Just making the bullets disappear. <laughs> just He doesn't have a gun, but he just walks up and produces a bullet wind from behind your ear. <laughs> 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 Everyone complains it is Marauders. He's killing off a paid actor.
0: Oh fuck's sake!
3: Oh, Rob, please, fucking end this. Article. I, just... I can't do it. With end this. it in a hail of gunfire, ideally.
2: <laughs> David Blaine
4: strapped to the front of the doof wagon. <laughs> Who do you think would win in a fight though between David Blaine and the Cornflakes chicken? <laughs>
2: <laughs> it depends who's most heavily armed, really. <laughs> oh. The Bureau of Labour Statistics found people recessions hold off on buying cars, furniture, and appliances, though they don't cut back no, on shit. travel they do cut back on restaurants try to be f- as flexible and creative as possible scientists tell us our brain plasticity will improve by trying
3: novel things <laughs> being poor is good for your brain what everyone you wants fucking, there, everyone? a plasticine brain
4: you know what I mean? <laughs>
1: I know, I feel like my brain's turned to plasticine thinking about David fucking Blaine like, magicking death from on high on aisle five.
2: (laughs) Yeah, see, that's just another advantage of your brain
1: plasticity approving, James. Clean up on aisle five, David Blaine is dead,
4: David Blaine is dead on aisle five... Where did he go? (laughs) Try enough new things and you turn into morph and then Tony Hart tries to fuck you. (laughs)
2: There's an advantage to mixing up what you consume to cope with unusual price, price spikes, colon. You become more resilient as you create a locus of control and interrogate your habits.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> what, what, locus of control yeah. sounds like the fortified compound you build on the cereal
4: aisle <laughs> once you've established dominance. <laughs> but where it. else are you going to interrogate your habits? <laughs> Establishing like cornflake Guantanamo Bay. <laughs>
3: Playing the fucking It's Gonna Taste Great track over and
5: over <laughs> Just,
2: uh... Just waterboarding the Rice Krispie mascot. <laughs> creating an Saints. extrajudicial zone creating an extrajudicial zone in the freezer section. <laughs> Tony the Tiger is plastered
3: inside... Oh, then we may have actually killed. If, if we don't
0: finish this article, I am going to sentence all of you to dry wheatabacks. No, this is that was the end. But, that was the end, by the way. This is it. Oh Thank fuck! Thank fuck!
2: Right. So remember, if you're experiencing poverty this year, it's fine. You will have incre- increased brain plasticity, a locus of control, and ruthlessly interrogated habits. So you too will become an in u- an uber- the cereal aisle. <laughs> Learn how, how to fight and kill David Blaine when <laughs> you oh.
3: over the tannoy ubermensch in the cereal aisle.
0: <laughs> Wait, shall we round this off then with some comment or commentary? Yeah, yeah sure. You're, you're, all, you're all enjoying this far too much, and I need to bring you back down to misery. It's hard to see how beliefs that Britain is endemically racist, that the white majority are barrels of white privilege slash supremacy and black minorities are victims of oppression, or that every cultural achievement is the direct product of heinous historical crimes will improve the lives of many minorities. But we can see that the ideological commitment to institutional racism scare quotes, has been instrumental in creating a new elite managerial caste of illiberal scare quote, uh, sorry, active anti-racists. Comment or Commentaria? Commentaria.
3: Rod, Rod Little. Yeah. That's Commentaria. Rod, Rod
4: Little or one of that crowd. <laughs> I don't think it's Rob Little. I think
2: it's Commentaria. It's the Times, what? I think. It's something in the Times. It's Alison, not Alison
0: Pearson, but it's that crowd. That was Commentaria. And it was Alka Segal Cuthbert. And the Daily Express article <laughs> oh, titled Kemi Badenoch is right, Britain oh, isn't racist."
3: What the fuck was this? What was this prick's name again? I want to see if he's got a blue fucking surname. He does. He does. Wikipedia. He does. Alka
0: Segal- <laughs> Cuthbert.
4: <laughs> Segal- which which bit of that was the surname?
0: sigel <laughs> uh, Cuthbert.
3: You see, you see, Jamie. When you reach a certain level of poshness, all the names are surnames. Yeah. So what, what was the what was, what was his name like? Alfred Sigheil Cuthbert or
4: something
0: like that. It's like. <laughs> Yes, that, exactly, yes. That and we're right. expected to take his opinion seriously, are we? <laughs> yes. Next one. I went to uni and got a PhD out of Tony Blair. Commentary. My dad, yeah.
4: <laughs> my dad
0: <laughs> who was always cleverer than me, was refused a private school because of his background and went to a state school in the 50s aimed at launching people solely into blue-collar work. I think I prefer the old labour way. It allows meritocracy. It allows aspiration. It allows the clever to rise above their station. That's why Tories hate it. Comment or commentary? Comment.
3: Comment. Yeah, I'm feeling comment.
0: Giles Corrin. Right, okay. Uh, No, that was a comment in the BBC News website. Next one. The real power in a democracy comes from its people. And the more we know, the more powerful we are.
3: The suppression
0: Mm -hmm. of voices only leads to conspiracy distrust oh, and division Joe and Rogan this... may have his reasons for avoiding a Trump interview <laughs> and Trump <laughs> and Trump may not even agree to appear on the show but it would be good for America, comment or commentary. <laughs> circus performer
3: Commentary. Co- that is incredible, jo- Joe Rogan you need to get Trump oh. on your show Oh,
1: give me a moment. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell! I saw
2: stars from that. Um, yeah. Uh, uh it's it's commentariat because com- i read this somewhere, I think, but I can't remember. I, who I was going
1: to say commentariat. Yeah,
0: just that was fuck me. That was a turn. <clears throat> that was Megan McCain and the Daily Mail. Um, <laughs> oh, in, an, in an article oh. titled. I'm no fan of Donald Trump, but I want Joe Rogan <laughs> to interview the ex-president because the cancel culture mob was losing mind, and that's reason enough for me, says Megan McCain. <clears throat> the Daily Mail. I'm a fan <laughs> of
4: Donald Trump, but...
0: Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm no kay. fan of
4: Donald Trump, but I cried alongside Pickle Rick at my father's funeral. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, last one. I feel like a coward. For pulling the plug without explanation on more than thirty years of friendship, but in my own small way—wow,
3: so it's a very weird way to say that you killed your friend when they're in is it's there. Better, it's, it's better it's, than
0: that. It's better than that. It's Toby Young writing again, is he? <laughs> yeah, <I saw> so <laughs> I know that implies they were friends. Um, I feel like a care for pulling the plug without explanation on more than thirty years of friendship, but in my own small way, I also feel that I had to take a stand in Putin's propaganda war. Comment of commentaria. (laughs) Oh, fucking hell.
3: I think that's almost... That stakes almost feel small enough to just be a comment. Is this Louise (laughs) Mensch?
5: Is
3: she even 30 years old?
0: I I feel like it's comment... I think it's comment... I think this is commentaria. This is commentaria. This was Anne Penketh in The Guardian in an article titled... Freezing out my Russian friend is the only way I can fight Putin's propaganda. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus
2: Christ.
0: And expressly, by the way, the article purely is based on I had to unfriend someone because they kept posting pro Putin stuff. This is me fighting back against pro Putin stuff. That that was literally it. That was the whole article. Peak Guardian. But yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's sure. What we have. So that's that. That's us. We should be streaming fairly regularly-ish. Thursdays maybe an issue for the next couple of weeks. Just keep an eye on it. We'll we'll tweet when we won't be on. We have a lot of uh, we have a lot of stuff to record coming up. Yeah, Rob's Rob's fucking off for six weeks, so we're having to get some content done in advance of that. Yeah. Also, just be aware there will be a holiday for the rest of us coming up. Rob's away for six weeks. We're going to take two weeks off round about Easter. So just be prepared for that uh we will still have some content coming out throughout that patrons do not worry um bonus content will continue to come uh but yeah just... so when's the um when's the last recording before rob
4: goes on holiday so i know when i'm allowed to bring in games? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: just just wait for david to wheel in the television yeah. right and then you'll know you're good yeah, it's exactly. it, all the information is in the spreadsheet you love looking at Jamie. what spreadsheet <laughs> yeah probably. i've That's never fine. seen a
4: fucking spreadsheet i don't even know what a spreadsheet is Prove it
2: in court, bitch. You need one for your brain elasticity,
0: Jamie. Oh, fuck's sake. Right, uh, yeah, let's end it there. We've got the streams on twitch.tv for slash PraxisCast, Mondays and some Thursdays for now, but then regularly Thursdays after. And uh, yeah, catch us at patreon.com forward slash PraxisCast. five in a month gets you one bonus episode a month, plus early access to episodes of Black Thoughts. We still do not have a store for merch, Uh, No one is asking But um, if you were going to ask Don't uh, We know we're working on it eventually (laughs) And we will catch you all On the next episode Bye. Bye 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 Catch you later